Welcome to Travel Chicks, where we talk travel, transformation, and inspiration. My name's Melissa. I'm the founder of Travel Chicks, and I want to let you know that it may be me, it may be one of our other travel chicks, but welcome on board this adventure. Please, if you love what you hear, like it, leave a review, and share this with your friends. We need to inspire more people to create their own travel story. Okay, welcome back to Travel Talk, where we talk travel, transformation, and the latest in travel trends. And today's guest, I am actually really excited to have on because, well, one, he, I'm a little bit jealous because he's sitting, you know, in vacation mode right now. And I'm mm-hmm. stuck here in Edmonton of minus 40, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so I want to give you a little bit of history. I, back in, I think it was probably close to 2005, 2006, back in my old flight center days, I had the mm-hmm. opportunity. I don't know if I met you in person or if it was a shop that you had in Calgary, in Kensington. And yeah. Okay. Okay. So my memory serves me correct. So when I was yes, at we place, had a shop in Kensington. Okay. Okay. So so this goes back. Like I'm talking 15 years when I first got introduced to G Adventures, and I will never forget reading Bruce's story in the Reader's Digest about how he started the whole G Adventures, and it honestly it's been such an inspiration to me. This book, another huge inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were just full of, call it motivation and and inspiration and what your company is doing. And so today, guys, I'm here with Bruce Poon Tip from G Adventures, the founder. Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. That's that's quite the intro. Let's hope I can live up to the <laughs> intro in this interview. Wow. But yes, thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah. And, you know, I thought it was such a perfect time right now, January 2022. We are getting into, well, a a new year, a new travel, perhaps destination and something super exciting that is on the forefront, especially with G Adventures. I mean, let's talk about Bhutan. Bhutan is like... When I saw my email a couple of weeks ago, I was like, holy smokes, our listeners and our future travelers and planners, they need to hear about this because it's pretty exciting. So how about you tell us about the news? Yeah, well, um, the Bhutan government, along with the Canadian Foundation, started to reopen this trail that used to link Bhutan together for trade as well as for military purposes. So it's been closed for 60 years, but it links all the villages and communities across Bhutan. And so they were working about restoring it and opening it for after 60 years. And uh, I, we've been we've been hearing about it for quite some time. But as, as it got closer to being successful, they invited me to kind of come out um, onto to, to be the, the first hikers with the king. But uh, but as well, G Adventures to be the kind of um, first and only company to be able to sell and bring it to, to market, um, uh, bringing that whole trail. It's it, it's quite a long trail. I believe it's over. 200 kilometers long to do the 225 or um, to do the entire entire trail, but you can do segments of it. So we put some programs in place to bring that trail to the tourism industry for the first time, opening it up to more people because Bhutan has been a relatively shy and kind of closed country and they're trying to open up to more tourism. The king is very uh, modern there. Uh, he's, he's got, uh, and he wants to open up more to, to 
to, to, to travelers. And so this, this great, um, you know, Bhutan Trail is, is the first step towards that. So it's pretty exciting because, you know, you can go into, when you go into Bhutan, you can actually access all the cities. There's lots of festivals, but this really links the interesting rural cultural side of Bhutan, which is very unexplored and unknown to people. So it's, it's quite exciting. Like our, our first trip sold out in, in, in hours after days after, they came out, so we still have we still have more trips. Of course, we have um, our first, um, you know, two different eleven and twelve day trip that we're um, offering at first. But we're the only company that can sell the trail at the moment, so we're pretty excited about that to be chosen to do that. Wow, that's uh, remarkable. And I mean, when I read that email, I saw that this trail has not been open for sixty years, and. Mm-hmm. What an honor to be the first tour operator to like step foot into this territory. And what a cool destination for people who want some sort of a different kind of travel trip, a travel journey and mm-hmm. culture. I mean, there's so much culture to learn about there. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, everything about Bhutan is so unique. I mean, it really is a spectacular destination without the with or without the trail. I mean, it's 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 located in the middle of the Himalayas. So, I mean, it's Bhutan has actually never been invaded. So it's never had, you know, in, India had the British occupation. The French were in Vietnam. There's everywhere had some form of foreign um, occupation, sometimes whether it's Genghis Khan or, uh, you know, Russian influence. It's, it's just, but, you know, Bhutan in the middle of the Himalayas has n- never been invaded and it's just pure. And still has their king who went to school in the UK at, at Oxford and he has very modern ideas about running the country. And it's, so it's, it's a fascinating place. Amazing. So uh, how many tours are you guys offering this year for that? That's uh, two. We're doing two on the trail right now. It's an 11 day and a 12 day. So we have ones that uh, 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 it's the highlights of the, the Trans-Bhutan Trail and then it's with it, which is accommodated. And we have one that's a camp tra- Trans-Bhutan Trail, which is 11 days and involves camping and getting more remote. So we have, we have both kind of, the, these are the first people that will be, well, foreigners that have, uh, have been allowed to walk this trail. So we're pretty excited. Wow. And I'm, I'm going in March, hopefully, if all, all things can, with everything going on right now, the, yep. you know, to, to, to walk, you know, five days of it myself. So looking forward to that. Cool. And guys, if you have any questions about this or you want more details, make sure to email info at travelchicks.ca and we can supply you with all the information that you need. And if this is something that interests you, get on it quick because Bruce just said it's sold out. So you don't want to wait too yeah. long. Now, the the other question I have for you, Bruce, is what have you been noticing at G Adventures when it comes to travel trends? Like, I know it's, mm. you know, week two into a brand new year, but what have you seen for this year? Like, is it Costa Rica trips are, you know, kind of the more popular choice of travelers? Is it, you know, Thailand? Like, what is G Adventures seeing when it comes to trends right now? Well, it- I mean, there's two different things, questions you're asking there. In terms of destinations, people are listening to what's open. I mean, not everywhere is open, right? Costa Rica is a very good one. And even during the pandemic, like Egypt, Morocco, Croatia, some countries did handle things better and, can, and opened tourism late last year, uh, a year ago, last November, December. And so we've been running trips since then to some of those countries. And then some countries are, are stop-start. Spain, Italy, these countries have opened up um, and then closed again. 
Peru has been open uh, successfully for quite some time now. So we really listen in terms of destinations really now are connected to the Maldives, for instance, Maldives and Sri Lanka are, are, are open and doing very well for us. So unfortunately, though, those destinations are based on government, government allowing travelers in with less restrictions and not and, and having no quarantines or you know, the latest one is a single day quarantine after getting arriving there and taking a test. So, yeah, so that's that. But I mean, what we're seeing, though, is people, you know, I think we're getting to that stage where the we're, we're all realizing that the, vir- the coronavirus is going to go away. The pandemic is going to sh- we're shifting to endemic where we just have to learn to live with it. And so with with people um, the travel, there's inherent there's going to be inherent risk and we have to be careful. We're changing all of our operating standards, how we run our trips on the ground, whether it's masks or not masks or following local mandates, individual destination mandates, but then also restrictions in restaurants, hotels, museums. Machu Picchu, like everything has different ways in which they're getting people in and out safely. So we're following all those guidelines. But what we're noticing is the mindset of travelers changing. So, you know, if, if you're going to travel because it's important to you, you're going to be just more mindful and you're going to be more purposeful. And so more and more people are, we're seeing data showing, which is good for us, that people want to have a positive impact on local communities because they're worried about not only their safety, but local people's safety as well. Yeah. Because there's obviously the argument of vaccine inequity at the moment. So... You know, we said we pulled some some of our, um, our travelers, and sixty seven percent said they want to make sure that you know local money benefits local people for the first time. Now we did that survey like six months before, you know, uh, the pandemic, and it was it was less than forty uh, percent uh, that yeah. people actually put that really highly on on the reason to book. And then the other trend, if you look at it, is, is workations. Like because everyone's gone mobile and you can work anywhere right now, we're seeing people on trips with us who haven't taken vacation time. They're actually just following up with their emails, taking afternoons to kind of catch up on work, maybe skipping dinners uh, with the group and doing work in the evening. So we're seeing uh, working mobile, mo- mobile working as uh, is, is the and is the latest workations are yep. becoming more and more where people can. I work while they travel um, because so, so everyone's forced to work from home now. This is what I'm doing. This that is, is here I am. I'm, I'm in Barbados and I'm working every day. I've been, I've been doing yeah. this today and I've been on, on calls that in between, I'm kind of trying jumping out, trying to get in the ocean and doing some surfing. And here I am. I'm doing my interview now. I'm a little bit informally dressed, but I'm on a vacation myself. I haven't taken a day off work. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just, uh, and so we're seeing that on people on trips too. So that's a that's a huge trend, and I think it's something that's going to actually um, change a lot of the way people travel. Yep. And I, and and, so and I should also note that. I, sorry, I'll just add to that. I think that companies as well are going to start negotiating with their people, saying, "Okay, you know, if you're going to go on a ten day trip and you're going to work, you know, we'll give you five days credit." Of holiday and five days are working days and you you can negotiate a working holiday with your company because companies are more flexible and are going to have hybrid models moving forward and that's going to affect people's holiday time hmm that's crazy so you're mm-hmm. saying that a lot of your travelers are doing mm-hmm. the tours but they're also mm-hmm. doing the work as well they're working as they go yeah that's insane. they're following up on their emails like they like we'll hear from a, someone, oh, I'm not gonna go do this activity this afternoon because I've got meetings and they just disappear into the room and they and then you ask them later, are you like, are you just working? Cause and they said, No, I'm not, I'm actually working. Like I'm this is I haven't taken any holiday time. 
I'm working while I'm keeping up with my emails, keeping up my projects, working in the evenings a bit, waking up a little bit earlier, missing a few dinners or missing a few excursions, but they're not using up their holiday time and they're traveling and working at the same time. Oh my goodness. I, I mm-hmm. never even thought of that because in my mind, it's like people take vacations and they go and take a tour, but what a cool concept. Mm-hmm. Totally. Digital cool nomads. Concept. Digital nomads. That's, that's the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's incredible. And then finally to kind of close things off, I mean, gee, adventures right now is, I believe until the end of April, having the great adventure sale. And so do you Mm want to share for our community here on the podcast, on Facebook, um, what is the great adventure sale all about? Well, right now, thank you for asking, um, first of all. Um, we have about 400 trips that are on the Great Adventure Sale. I mean, in general, I mean, I'd like to say we're, we're generously trying to, um, you know, get people to travel with us more. But you know what? This is an industry-wide thing. We need people to just start traveling again. We, and it, it is it does start with discounts. It starts with flexibility, giving people maximum, flex, the book with confidence, flexibility that we have, that people can change on a dime if there's another variant because we've seen so many stop starts in travel so we're just trying to give people the confidence to think about traveling again um so we're so we're offering a uh, a discount uh 25 on uh, up up to 25 percent on over 400 different trips worldwide um to get people um just just moving again i mean those the the the, the, those trips um those sales are for january and then we're going to look past January. Um, and then you can book in the future. That's not to travel in January. That's just a book. So we're getting people, even if you you, know, you, don't, tra- you don't want to travel till summer or March or April, whenever it is you want to travel, you know, we're trying, we're trying to offer discounts to get people confident and then flexibility, giving people the assurance that if something comes up or something changes, um, that they have the flexibility to push it off. And for any reason, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's always been an issue in the travel industry, giving that flexibility, especially with airline tickets. Like once you book, you're kind of, you know, you're committed and, yep. and no, no, no refund policies, policies. Well, that stuff's out the window as we kind of restart the industry and restart travel. We need to give people that confidence. And that's, that's really what the, the great adventure sales about. Yep. Awesome. And I think, uh, saying that part about the confidence, that's the biggest thing right now. I mean, in Canada, where you're from, where you're not right mm-hmm. now, but, but um, that's where we are. Yeah. In Canada, I'm finding and our agency is finding that the biggest thing is people are still hesitant on booking. Like, even if they have the double shots, they have, you know, they have all the stuff in order. That's what they need. They need confidence. Yeah. But you can't, you know, you can't blame the traveler. Look at it in their eyes for a minute. Last year, we had no idea we'd still be in this year, a year later, right? We yeah. were all convinced last year. That, and then the vaccine came, like that was the end of 2020. The vaccine came, we thought, oh, we're going to get everyone vaccinated in two months and everyone's going to be traveling again. Well, yeah. that didn't happen. And then the hesitancy and the the, actually the equity issues of getting dis- global distribution of the vaccine, all of those things. And then some people got vaccinated and then... You know, and then we were heading towards we getting some summer trips, but it was really for early adopters. Like it was still not 100% safe because even if you're vaccinated, a lot of these countries that you want to travel to didn't have the same access to vaccine. But then Delta variant happened by the end of summer. And so people then got confident. And then when our numbers show like October, November, December, October, November, September, October, November, we had amazing sales, almost returning to 2019 numbers for us. Yep. And then Delta, uh, Omicron. Um, so. Yep. You know, people are nervous. 
Um, and, you know, it's a fluid situation. And us in the industry who, who stay close to the information are saying, yeah, come on, like travel's got to start at some point, like just, just go. But as a, as a, you know, as the consumer who doesn't follow the information, they just see the stop, start, stop, start, stop, starts that we have to deal with the last 18 months. And it's difficult for them to put down, you know, hard-earned money at this stage. So we have to encourage them, mm -hmm. encourage people. And it starts with, you know, giving them that confidence, booking with confidence and flexibility. That's what they really need. Yep. And the last question I have before we end our time is, is every single G Adventures tour or trip, do you need, like, is it a requirement to have the vaccine or not? No. Because I saw in some, when I was just looking up my own data research and stuff, I saw the note, it said uh, vaccinated tour or something. And so yeah. that... So, yeah. So we do have tours that are for vaccinated only. So we'd have departures, but we also have departures that are open. So for people that, are, uh, that aren't vaccinated or people that, that are in, you know, that are doing testing instead and and people that don't have a uh, don't have a problem with it so we're finding actually that a lot of vaccinated people are on those departures as well okay but, um, because they don't have a problem traveling with non-vaccinated yeah and this was something that we took up at the height of like last summer we started the you know having departures that were for vaccinated and non-vaccinated because it was more so the Jewish restrictions within restaurants and hotels locally that said you know, we couldn't room people together with vaccine. But all of those things are, as I said, it's so fluid because we all know now that the Omicron variant is, is, um, is the, the, there's not as much protection with the vaccine um, of catching it. Um, but there's, there's obviously um, greater protection in getting serious illness. So everyone, we want to give people freedom of choice. Like you can make your decision. So we have vaccinated departures. And then we have departures that are open to people who are not vaccinated, who to who decide that they want to take the route of testing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's amazing because uh, that was yeah. one of the questions that we got was, you know, do do you need to be vaccinated? Because of course, there's some that are and there's some that are not. So that's amazing that yeah. you guys are serving both parties. Yeah, because we have we have big partners like National Geographic that are owned by Disney, and they're extremely brand, brand protective and hesitant. So in order for us to run with their passengers on it, they ma they made it mandatory for us to for their customers and all of our staff on those customers to be vaccinated. So it took us a long time to achieve that level to yeah. suit our partners, but we wanted to make sure that we offer trips as well for people that weren't. So I think we're one of the very few companies that offers both. That's mm -hmm. giving you the opportunity to book on departures that are uh, for vaccinated or people people who are vaccinated and for people who either aren't vaccinated or don't care. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think we've covered a lot here. And uh, once again, you guys, I I just want to say thank you to Bruce for taking time out of crashing in the waves and working while on vacation. <laughs> thank <laughs> and, you. And hopefully yeah. you get some uh, better weather there in Edmonton soon. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> See you later, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you.